Recorded live. Well, good morning and welcome to the Empress of Biz. We are still on location and we are so excited about what's going on out here that we just got to keep on talking about it. We're at Sioux Falls, South Dakota. We're getting ready for a the South Dakota Peach Festival. Uh, the Fruit Club is a major sponsor with Logistics Buddy of this great two-day festival. So what I thought we would do, and it's a festival featuring, by the way, all those wonderful Georgia peaches. I thought what we would do, uh, besides these, those Georgia peaches, is invite um, the CEO, Scott Kerr of Logistics Body, who is a major partner in this festival, to uh, kind of tell us what logistics is and, uh, and all about the company and the logistics industry is what moves America. The more I learn about it, the more absolutely I'm fascinated because uh, it's a multi, multi, multi-billion dollar industry. And without logistics, folks, oh, you would have all the nice stuff we have to eat and wear and uh, everything that we depend on. It moves by truck, rail, lot by truck, uh, air. So I am thrilled to have as my special guest, Scott Kerr, CEO of Logistic Buddy. Good morning, Scott. Good morning, Joanne. How are you today? Well, we're fine. And I do have to confess, everybody, uh, Scott was very patient as um, <laughs> anybody who knows me, I'm sometimes no, known as the nano granny as far as uh, technology. So my poor producer had to do a, uh, uh, at the last minute, so a uh, shout out and a thank you to Techno Granny, who has her own show. Uh, several shows, and who also serves as my producer, and she came in and rescued me, and we uh, we sorted out how to do a mobile location. Scott, you have you recently with um, just came on board, although you've had a long term relationship with Logistics Buddy. Tell us about um, your moving here to uh, Sioux Falls. What's behind your move from uh, moving from a real big city to here? You know, I guess uh, it's it's really about opportunity and 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 the the climate in uh, the two falls of the South Dakota area. Um, you know, it's an outstanding opportunity that uh, we have to work uh, not only here at a local level, but there's a lot of support in the in the state behind bringing uh, economic development to the state. And it has some very favorable, uh, very favorable, attractive uh, incentives to do that. You know, uh, South Dakota is one of the few states in the country that uh, does not have a state uh, income tax. Uh, South Dakota also does not have a state corporate tax. So a uh, very attractive uh, place to be starting a business and to be expanding a business and to be creating growth. I agree with you. I was just amazed um, uh, when I, I came out here and all the new uh, construction and expansion of the highways and, uh, you know, talking to people and how fast just Sioux Falls is growing. And that um, with this big move that one of the reasons you, I believe you you coming up here is that the um, 
which is going to be a very large, over an 800-acre um, uh, industrial park, and this is one of the big uh, moves for Logistics Buddy, and that is called the Foundation Park, and we're going to be the anchor tenant uh, in the park. Is that correct? Yes, yes, you are exactly spot on there. The uh, uh, Foundation Park is is the new uh, industrial park that has been uh, announced here in the Sioux Falls area. Uh, it's just starting its construction regarding infrastructure. Uh, the property was just recently annexed into the uh, city of Sioux Falls to enable infrastructure to start and the local uh, city to be able to start doing some of their work. Um, but uh, no, exactly. We are a, uh, let's say, a stakeholder, a large tenant uh, of of the industrial park. Um, we committed to uh, about 34, 35 acres out there. And uh, we're excited for the infrastructure to get in by the city so that we can then begin breaking ground on, uh, on our planned uh, headquarters and uh, you know, major hub. It's, um, uh, we're looking at doing a facility of over 600,000 square feet that is going to offer uh, storage at the dry level, at the refrigerated level, and at the frozen level. And being uh, in a location that is that has Interstate 90, Interstate 29, along with a rail spur right up to our uh, back door of our planned facility, we feel like, uh, you know, our value proposition is is supported with our location. It's just a great place to be. Right, I understand that it's um high. You know, one of, like when you said the railroad spark, that that's um one of the big assets of this uh, park is that the uh, railroad will be dropping right down because that is. Um, I was just amazed. Well, that's a big asset for the foundation park, but I was just amazed. When I took a look at the trucking and railroad industry, how much moves uh, each year? Uh, you know, we don't think about it. You know, your things arrive in the store, and oh yeah, the truck bought it, but <laughs> that truck's been moving for quite a while and doing a lot of things. So it's um, it's exciting to be part of that. What um, would you explain more of the logistics industry rather than my mundane? explanation about what exactly is logistics sure sure no um, we'll start with a basic uh, basic definition of logistics um, you know logistics is defined as the planning execution and control of the movement placement of goods and or people and the related supporting activities all within a system designed to achieve specific objectives and and then you can take it a step forward would be logistics management, and that is the management part of the supply chain. Uh, logistics man management is that part of the supply chain management that plans, implements, and controls the efficient, effective forward and reverse flow and storage of goods and services, as well as the exchange of that information um, from, from the point of origin all the way through consumption or delivery destination. Uh, so. So it's, you know, a uh, housewife wants to go buy a gallon of milk at the, uh, at the grocery store. How does that milk get there? You know, mm -hmm. it's, uh, <clears throat> excuse me, it goes through a rather uh, 
rather difficult process or a transportation process to get there. You know, the, the grocer needs to plan that the demand will be there for that gallon of milk and then secure inventory through their vendor, uh, thus the supply chain, to ensure that they have the product there when the customer, customer demands it. And um, what we do at Logistics Buddy is we, we are a vital part of that supply chain. We can provide the transportation piece to get it from the, from the producer, the dairy, the, the uh, origin of the milk to the distribution center of the grocery store, um, which eventually takes it to the final shelf. Um, and again, their transportation generally, let's, you, know, you think of your name brand grocers, they'll transport it again from the DC to that specific store. Uh, and then it ends up in the consumer's hands. So um, transportation, truck transportation, logistics, it's all around us. And, you know, uh, trucking aspect of logistics is over 70% of all tonnage carried. Of all oh, modes wow. of transportation, 70% is carried on trucks. That that's a tremendous amount, and I know there's uh, billions and, and billions of uh, pounds being shipped all across the United States, uh, almost at any given moment. So, if you have cattle and uh, and you have beef from Texas, and uh, you know that's going all over the place. So, how did you get interest? How did you get involved in this industry? Oh my goodness. Um, I'm third generation in the industry. My grandfather had a trucking company. Uh, they they actually picked up, my grandfather had a trucking company that picked up milk in, in north central Nebraska from dairy farms, uh, picked it up and then took it into the creamery uh, where it would then be made into milk or butter or other dairy products. Um, then my father evolved out of that aspect of my grandfather's business and started his, his own over-the-road long-distance trucking uh, company. And re- being raised in my family, when, when you were old enough to answer the, the telephone, uh, this is uh, pre-fax, pre-fax, yeah. pre-email, <laughs> when you were old enough to answer the telephone, um, you had to make sure that you had a pen and paper handy because it was most likely one of my father's customers calling in an order that would then oh, be yes. a shipment for someone to go in and and he had he had the patience to let you mess it up once but you got it right the second time <laughs> <laughs> right right so you had to learn to, to answer the phone right not yell hey ma <laughs> exactly and you had to become familiar with you know a whole new vocabulary um eventually you got to the point of you know you were asking for the pickup numbers and you actually knew what was uh you know, you you had a pretty good uh, intellectual basis of what was going on and what information that you needed to uh, to get to to satisfy the the uh, the father figure there. So it uh, it was a it was a great way to 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 grow up, though. I mean, logistics is something that uh, uh, it's constantly changing. Uh, it's an industry that I have been. You know, I my whole career has been in logistics. I'm very passionate about it. There are no two days the same. You have so many things that can impact uh, a solution that you may have built, uh, whether it be weather or or equipment breakdown or 
driver shortages or, you know, it's just uh, it's a very dynamic business that's ever-changing. Oh, right. And this winter, I'm sure, was a real challenge to anybody who was in uh, this uh, in this industry. Yeah, so northeast the northeast had a terrible winter and and when the storm hit up there, you know, everything just kind of came to a screeching halt and and if you had shipments headed that way, you had to make, you know, recovery plans, contingency plans. If you had equipment out there, you had to do the same thing. So, it's uh it's the ability to look forward, to be proactive, uh, to be able to develop solutions around what could be potential problems that uh have been identified through experience and then being able to be still dynamic and uh, build a solution around whatever could be a, a, a an issue created at the spur of the moment. So you grew up in the industry like answering the phone. Um, my, um, my dad's uh, father had, um, uh, I think it was 13 or 14 drugs. So my dad grew up uh, somewhat in the industry and myself, so I had heard some some stories, and unfortunately he passed at, at the age of 50, So, and that business did not continue. But my dad used to tell me, you know, he was like 12 years old and driving a truck, <laughs> well, whether he should have been or not. Um, when you had, um, what's the biggest change you've seen in this industry as a young, young boy to um, now being CEO of a... a Logistics body. I think the biggest change that I've seen in my career this far, and, and it's been one of uh, that has really helped the industry, and that's technology. Uh, technology has really helped uh, advance and create clear communication between logistics providers and end customers, um, all the way through. You know. Uh, all the way down to the driver as well. You know, the driver is the is the necessary cog. Um, he's the guy that, that does all the execution, if you will. Uh, he's the most critical part of this whole supply chain is the driver. And, and you know, we're looking at a driver shortage out there in the industry. I mean, there's 30, 30 to 40,000 uh, vacancies out there, um, you know, where the driver shortage is really impacting impacting the ability of of people to be able to move their freight and it's also impacting prices because with that driver shortage uh, truck capacity is is challenged in the market so you have uh, low capacity high demand which creates a higher freight rate which ends up in being a traditionally a higher price finished good yeah uh, yeah and that's now, when you talk about the driver shortage, is that because um, of the increased demand, of, or is that because of um, the uh, people retiring, or what's causing the driver shortage? You know, I, a, a lot of it is the increased demand. Uh, we're moving more and more. There's more and more uh, shipments being moved every year. But in addition, the the average age of the driver now in this market is 49 years old. You know, um, there's not a lot of of young people going into the industry as a driver. And I think there's you're going to see some positioning of the industry over the next few months to help few months, few years to to change that perception. Uh, drivers' average wages for a driver uh, has gone up 
since 2012 from roughly over 40,000 a year average to over 50,000 a year average now. No, excuse me, that's a 25% increase in wages over a very short two, three year uh, time span, which that is, you know, uh, the shortage and that's created a more demand for that driver. Uh, So I think you're going to see salaries to continue to increase. A lot of the the younger uh, potential drivers, if you will, look at that that a truck driver is is not a let's say a uh, the trucking industry is not a green industry. Um, you know they're very they're very environmentally conscious. The the younger potential candidate is, but they've made some great technology advances in trucks. Innovation has come a long way. Uh, equipment has never been greener. Um, you know, it's never been safer either. There's actually a lot of the, a lot of the sonar devices and warning devices and automatic slowdowns that you can get on a car these days. Um, mm-hmm. the, 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 those same options are out there on trucks now. Um, you know, it used to be you could see the uh, the self-driving car, the self-parking car on TV and think, wow, that's amazing. Well, just this year, one of the truck manufacturers came out with a self-driving truck. Um, you can, it wow. goes down the road, you know, and it's, uh, driver fatigue has always been a safety concern. If you start coming up too close on the slow vehicle in front of you, the truck automatically slows down just like your car would. If you're going to change lanes and there's something next to you, a sensor goes off. It doesn't let you do that because just like your car, it's, they're very, very safety conscious. Uh, they're, they've never been more environmentally sound than what they've, uh, than the new technology that's out there. So I think the transportation uh, changing its perception by the public will help encourage younger drivers to come on board and take this as a career. It's one of the very few uh, middle-class um, uh, opportunities out there where you don't have to have a college education um, and can come out and, and make some rather sizable, you know, Good, good income right away. So if you're willing to work hard and and be responsible, you can get a very, uh, you can make a very nice living. Yes, 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 and and be your own boss in a way too. So it's it allows you some freedom. Ah, uh, yes, and you know I've always had the fantasy of. I was teasing, and they they looked at me. Some of the younger words here. I said, "Haven't you ever heard of that song?" Uh, we've got ourselves a convoy, and they're looking at me like, who are you and what are you talking about? (laughs) 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 But, um, oh, it sounds like it's, you know, a real opportunity for people to, um, you know, to have a great lifestyle and get to see part of the country. I know everybody I've met has been um, uh, really delightful here, and... um, Concerned about safety and how could they make things, you know, better? So it's uh, it could be part of a, a really exciting career for them. So we're, if anybody's um, wanting to um, get involved, I think uh, uh, log- uh, logistics and, and make a good living. That's a good way. Scott, um, as we, this I know you have you're busy and there's so much. How can um, people get in touch with logistics body? Let's give another commercial for what you do here. Sure, sure. No, um, you can reach Logistics Buddy 
uh, you can reach out directly to me. Uh, my email address is S-K-E-A-R at LogisticsBuddy.com. Again, that's S-K-E-A-R at LogisticsBuddy.com. You can contact me directly. Uh, our, our numbers here at the office are 605-271-7776. Uh, you can phone and, and, and ask for myself if you'd like, or you know, we can certainly get you to whoever Whoever you're looking for, that uh, based upon your subject matter, we can we can certainly put you in contact with the right person. Um, also, our website is logisticsbuddy.com. Um, that is in development at the moment. We have, uh, but there is an information uh, informational email that you can uh, fill out that will reach out to me directly, and and I'll provide any information and provide any clarity as needed. But uh, you know, we're excited to be in Sioux Falls. We're excited about the opportunities that are in front of us and, and the value that we can bring to uh, not only the, the state of South Dakota, but also to our to our customers. Well, I want to thank you. We've been talking to Scott Kerr, who is the new CEO of Logistics Bodies, which is located in uh, my next favorite city of all the world, because Pittsburgh, I still love you of Sioux Falls, South Dakota. And uh, folks, you just uh, tune in and listen. Hey, remember, July 25th and 26th, we got the South Dakota Peach Festival. And you, what I've said, all you Steeler fans, you travel all over the world to go to a Steeler game. I mean, we have a game in Arizona. You're going to have 10,000 people from Pittsburgh down in Arizona. So you Yins, as we say, come on up to Sioux Falls, South Dakota, and then uh, I think you'll have a peach of a time. So this is the Empress of Biz. Uh, you know how to reach me, empressofbiz.com. Also, uh, give our office a call at 412-440-6969. Uh, we, we're having a great time traveling and hope to talk to more people as we travel around and uh, talk about uh, the great part of uh, this uh, this country. Scott, thank you for your time, and I wish you the best in your new and exciting position. Joanne, thank you, and thanks for the opportunity. You're welcome.